anything that you might know about certain events in Marceline or things like that? Well, there's a lot of things if you go back and remember them over the years. School days, church days, growing up days, and all those kind of things. I don't know exactly what you want here, but relative to the businesses in town, are they back, some of them that was way back there that might have been forgotten and overlooked was, was the Duke's Hardware. Duke's Hardware was just about getting any kind of nut, bolt, nail, or screw that you wanted there. And it was an interesting thing about that. His wife always was decorating the window. It seemed like every change of season that she'd put, decorate one of the windows. In the fall, she had a very beautiful windows uh, about, sport, about uh, hunting fishing and so forth, and in the springs around Easter she'd have beautiful floral displays. Did she and draw on so, the windows and things like that? No, Would she... Or paint them, or...? Well, she did some painting, but she she usually got articles like in the fall she'd go out and get leaves, colored leaves and corn stalks oh, and yeah. things like that, and, and uh, fix it all up, and it was very... people, people were very interested in the windows that she fixed, and it was very educational and very interesting. That's one thing that I can remember that I liked very well, and the merchants along that same same block right there close was Reese's Confectionery, and Reese's Confectionery was where all the kids went for a Coke after school, and it was there for years and years, and uh, my dad had a pool hall there that had 12 pool tables along in there, and uh, pool table in the building and it had a bar in there that one time sold beer but beer was outlawed I can remember the days when it was outlawed hmm. and uh, so we just sold pop and things like that on the other side it was a lunch counter Saturdays when was a big shopping day in Marceline and it seemed like uh, every farmer in this whole country comes to town on Saturday I can remember selling a bowl of chili for 10 cents and a hamburger for 10 cents. Hmm. You wouldn't hear that today. Oh, no. no. I helped, helped out there at the pool hall after school and on Saturdays and Sundays. And that was an interesting thing. And then the hardware store I mentioned there. And then down on the corner was McLaughlin's. I'm sure others have mentioned McLaughlin's because it was uh, well, he was there for years and years, and he hasn't been gone too long. Still carries the name down there, and uh, can remember when they rebuilt the store and built the uh, funeral room there, funeral parlor, and uh, it was in built in one side of the store, and that was quite an accomplishment to Marceline when that first started. There was a very interesting thing happened down happened there. There was a, a house on the corner just a block south there, going down Main Street after you crossed Gracious Street. Gracious Street was where the bridge is. And a block south of that was a house, big old two-story house, and uh, that belonged to 
Dr. Roy Cater. Dr. Roy Cater decided he wanted to build him a new house, and he uh, uh, wanted to do something with that, so Sam Parker, who was a marshal here at different times and was quite a notable character in Marceline, was a relative of, and uh, married or some way or another, he wanted that house, so he had a, oh boy, you think of everything, over over by the bridge there used to be a, deli a livery stable, they called it, and kept horses, drummers and people, investors and so forth that come into town and uh, rent a horse and buggy and drive out to where they wanted to go, and that was a, a thing there that uh, was pretty lively way back there in those days. And, but Sam Parker had bought that old livery stadium there and had his, uh, uh, he wanted that house of caters. So I attempted to move that house uh, from down there on that street, so that'd be a two block move. They moved that house without tearing it down or anything. Back in those days, it was quite different to move a house. So they jacked that thing all up put it on skids, and uh, you wouldn't believe the way they moved that. They had a what they called a turntable, and they hooked a wire cable onto that, and it turned around, and they hitched horses onto it, and they drove horses around and around that cable. They hooked that cable on the house, and they had, of course, they had it on big wheels. They put the planks down to for the wheels to roll on, and then horses would hook up to they'd hook up to that, and they'd pull that cable up to where the house got up to the turntable. Hmm. And then they'd have to take the turntable and move it on up another place to the length of the uh, length of the cable and start again. But it was quite an accomplishment to move that because it was big. It was oh, it was as big as a pickup truck or something like yeah. that, like a big wheel thing. I don't know. Some people may have seen the old mills or the ground sorghum or mash the juice out of cane to make sorghum. Yes. It was something kind of like that. But they'd, then they'd have to dig a hole in the ground and and uh, block that thing, spike it down into the ground and block it with cement blocks and so forth so it would be strong enough for it to pull that house. Hmm. Oh, it took them. I don't know. I don't remember how long it took them, but I can remember that. It was sure interesting to watch that. They had that street block for weeks. Well, they'd only move that thing maybe 50 or 100, well, 50 feet a day maybe or something. Oh, man, that took a long time. Then. So finally they got that over there. They got it moved in that house and got it on the foundation. And it looked real nice and looked good. And Parker's lived in that house for a long, long time. Hmm. But that was a that was a quite an interesting thing to Marceline. When they built the roundhouse, that was an interesting thing. Now, where's that located? Where was that located? It wasn't a roundhouse. I meant to say coal chute. Or, oh, okay, yeah. And that's south of town, down toward the country club down there. They had a hundred horses in here. They used horses then to move dirt, to move everything. They had a hundred horses here that they was using to to do that work. They built that that thing down there along in the, oh, I don't remember the year they built it, but 
but that was quite interesting. People watched that thing quite a bit when they were building that, and that was quite an, an accomplishment to Marceline. They had a big yards there. Trains, all the trains come in here then, and they stop in them yards, and uh, the crews would come from Fort Madison down here and lay over and get to rest and go back and then they'd go the other way from here to Kansas City and come back and they'd pull those trains in here and and uh, set them down there and take the engines down to the roundhouse if they needed to have something done to them and take care of them and oil them and clean them up and whatever and put them back on the train and then another crew would take them on out. Then they had what they call a switching crew in there that would switch them well, if you had a carload of something coming here, or a carload to drop off at Menden or Rothville or Buckland or somewhere, why well, then they'd put that on what they called a work train. And that work train would hook onto it the next day and make a trip to Kansas City and switch those cars off at them, them towns as they went along. So that was right in that block there too. And then they had a, a uh, St. Barnaventure School, a Catholic school was there on the north side of that street, which was on the same side of the street with the Parker House. And uh, the sisters run that. And that was, uh, oh, that was in there for several years. But to begin with, it was an Eagles Hall. Oh, yeah. The Paternal Order Eagles built that. And they had, a, they had quite a club organization, organization there, so finally, I don't know if it kind of slipped a little bit or what happened, but anyway, the Eagles sold that to the, the Catholic Church and they put the Catholic school in. And still today, they're running a Catholic school. But mm -hmm. it's, it's down there now by the church. And, but they, they did without a school for a few years there that they, they didn't have one, but then they rebuilt one down there. And this one then, it got too expensive to operate, I guess, so they finally tore that down, and uh, then they uh, moved it down there, so they've been down there ever since. But I think, if I'm right, you know better than I will, but I think that they only have go to the eighth grade, I believe. Yes, you're right. I think Mike's telling me he'd go to high school next, next year, public school. They go down there. That's the way it was back when I was in school. I graduated in 1929, so it's been a day or two since I was. It's been a day or two, yeah. Yeah, since I've been in there. So. And then the, the hospital, it was built, Dr. Putman, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think of his name, it's J.B. or R.B. or Putman. He built that hospital, and uh, he operated that for a long time until he died. And uh, that was a great thing for Marceline was that hospital when it came here. He, he wouldn't turn anybody away. If he didn't have any money, he'd take care of them. That's good. And uh, after years, he accumulated a big log of bills and accounts that he had on his records, his books. So finally he decided that he went over all of them and he gave 
he gave all of them people that he that had owed him money and hadn't been able to pay him anything on it for a number of years. He gave all them all them accounts. He marked them off, and he made a history and he, all the papers all across the country around here got that got that uh, news out. And he was known as quite a quite a doctor over that uh, project that he did there. Then finally, after he he died, by then his young his son Ben Buckman took it over, and, and uh, he wasn't quite out of school yet. Doctor Patrick, uh, they called it the older people back in those days called that guiding their hands. That was what an old doctor would do. And a young doctor interning under a doctor, they called it guiding his hand. Oh yeah. So he. Uh, he helped him get through with his intern work there, with uh, by you know staying with him and guiding him and so forth on on uh, operations and so forth. He operated the hospital. I don't remember just how many years, but he got in an automobile accident. He got hurt. He wasn't able to operate it anymore. Finally, they got two or three. Doctors come in, stayed a year or two, and so forth. And finally, they just give it up. They just, they just didn't. I don't know, couldn't run it. Or, and nurses took it over, though. The, the Catholic uh, nuns took over the uh, hospital, and they operated for several years. And then they finally just give up and, and built this one out here, and they started operating that one out there. I just don't quite know what the operation on it is now, but that's the origination of, the, of, the, uh, of that. Well, we used to have pretty big Fourth of July celebrations. They'd have all oh, 15,000 people in that park down there on the Fourth of July. That's a lot of people. And uh, at, back in those days, they wouldn't let Colonel set up in the park like they do now. They set up around the edge of the park, but they couldn't set up anything inside of the park. Yeah. And but now it kind of irks me a little bit to see them doing that because I can remember back when when they wouldn't let them do it. They thought a lot of that park. While we're talking about the park, we had a band concert one night a week in the summertime. Every night we'd have a band concert. We had a, what we call a Marceline Town Band, and a fellow named Strayhall run it, or was a band leader. And, oh gee, that was, uh, they run that all the time. I was in high school, and a few years after I was in high school. And uh, they really, really had some crowds, and then back, back along there, along with that, we had what we called a Tri-County Fair. kind of a merchants and farmers fair. Yeah. That, they'd do that every fall and they'd have oh, about a week of it. Carnival comes down and, and the uh, people would bring in their cattle and their horses and their corn and all And the ladies would bring their needlework and, oh, yeah. and their baking and they'd, they'd have quite a, quite a fair. Back then, we had quite a poker show. 
then because uh, I don't know, poetry was a lot different than it is now. Mm -hmm. So uh, that that was one of the things that, that uh, was interested in Marceline. And then after I got out of school, I, I worked around town a little bit. And I finally got into the hatchery business. I run a hatchery here for, well, I think, about 10 years or, or more. Went to Columbia in the summertime and studied poetry and learned how to get, got a, uh, not a degree, but a certificate in poetry. I run a hatchery for quite a, quite a few years and had flocks, poetry uh, flocks over the country that we'd go out and test and get them get them ready for so the good so the baby chicks would live good and we did that and that was there from moment to last after the later years I was secretary of the fair for three or four years. But it dwindled down to where it was nothing like it was when I when it first when they first got it organized, first got it going. So it was that was one of the things that there. Sonic Temple was built. I think it was built just before I moved to Marceline. I went to school at Bell School. It was a mile uh, east of Mike. I went down there through my uh, eighth grade and came up here and went my four years to Marceline High School. We had some good football teams in those days. Marceline High School never never played basketball the whole time I was uh, or the men did, but yeah. the girls did. And they'd go down to Rothville to play and Rothville or Menden and uh, we would uh, go down and the students would go tag along, you know, and we'd get on a doodle bug or train here and go down there and it cost us I think it cost us seventeen or eighteen cents a piece to ride down there to the mm. To, to the game, or about the same at Buckland. Oh, that was something. We were doing something big when yeah. <laughs> when I got on that train and rode down there to basketball games. But the fair was a big thing. And our athletics in school. The churches all were the churches were different in those days. You probably have it in your Marceline history about the churches. Some of the things that some of the others won't remember. But uh, we had a skating rink here one time up over where the Chevrolet garage is. That was a two story building one time. And it had a hall upstairs. We had a skating rink there two or three winters. And they used to be pretty good attendance of that. And down at the other, down where uh, Marceline Saving the Loan is now, on that corner. There was a big building there called Cater's Hall, Cater's Drugstore. Dr. Mm -hmm. Cater uh, started that drugstore. I don't know if he built that, might have built that building. I don't know, it was before I came to town. But above it, they had a big hall. Well, they had a big, that was a recreation place. That was a dance hall. They danced mm -hmm. there every Saturday night. Didn't, didn't they say that floor shake when they danced? Yeah, it did shake a little bit. That's what uh, my grandfather, you know, when I interviewed him, that's what he said. It, 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 it shake when they danced. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was condemned, but people still still went. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, they had movies up there, too, before they built the theater. I can remember when they built the theater. That was a great thing for Marshland. Oh, yeah? Well, by the name of Campbell, come down here from Buckland, built that uh, theater. Boy, it was, it was something great for Marshland to have that. And especially when the colored movies and talkies come along, well, they, that was really that was really a great thing. And it wasn't too long after they built that that they that they come along to. So that was that was a thing. Albert Zercher was Joe Restore. He was a man that kept all the watches for the railroaders going, kept inspecting them, kept them going. He was on the corner there across from where Murray's store is now. Murray's run that store, Murray run that store all his life, I guess, right? He's old enough to work to, to that, and uh, he lived to be over 100 years old. Hmm. And above that store then was what they called the Allen Hotel. So there was a hotel there at one time. And that was the salespeople come in here and stay overnight in hotels. I mentioned about renting a horse, you know, and said they'd go down and get a horse and buggy and drive out to Mike or Newhall or some of them places, you know, trying to sell their goods. So it was quite a, it was quite a common Of course, when cars come along, well, then it was, made a big difference. Mm -hmm. Then the Oddfellow Hall was built along about that time, too. It's, it's uh, known now as uh, Magnolia Antiques. Antiques. Uh, that was the name of the Hotel Lodge, was Magnolia Lodge. So that's oh, where yeah. they got the name Magnolia huh. Antiques. Didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, it's. Uh, I don't know, I could go on and on for hours, I guess. Think of things as I go along. Talk as long as you'd like. <laughs> Wow. This is very. This is interesting to me. You know, what is? All the stuff. You know, everything you told, told. You know, told me about. You know, I, I wasn't aware of. I knew. You know, where they started the sign of the Zercher on the building, but you know, I didn't know it was a jewelry store. I remember when Don, when Walters started. Walters started back. Oh, it was a, a year or two or. Two years after I got out of school, the, the people, they used to have in them days what they'd call a, a town show, merchant show. Mm -hmm. A coach come in town from this company that was sponsoring it, and they put on a play, and they'd get people from the local town, from the town, to uh, take those parts in those plays, memorize the parts, and this coach would coach you on that show, those parts. And they'd pick people of us that was in the high school plays and things like that, you know, and had, had done a little of it, and then we'd take up and learn those plays, and we'd put those plays on uh, in the uh, high school. 
and then make a little money for some kind of a project, you know. So the, the lady would come in and and coach this thing. So we had a girl from Marceline that had got that, what did that kind of work. Oh, yeah. Her name was Joey Kendrick. And uh, she uh, come to Marceline to do one of those. And she came to Marceline and she started these, well, I believe we had one, one a year for her. So, but then she was going around different parts of the country doing this, and she met Don Walsworth. When they would come to town, they would uh, sell the merchants ads in a, well, we call them bulletins nowadays, you know, they would do them on a copy machine and so forth, but they'd done them on a duplicating machine then. I don't know whether you, you folks know what a duplicator is. I've seen one. They not, don't use them now, they use copiers. But uh, see, she got acquainted with Don somewhere and they got to going together and we got acquainted and finally Don said to her one day, uh, I said, well, I'll get me a duplicating machine and I'll make them things. And we can we can make the money making them. Uh, instead of paying somebody to do it. So that, he got started with that and they did that for a while and he just kept getting better at it and better at it. And finally, he grew in this thing. Then he started making calendars, what they call birthday calendars. Mm -hmm. And he'd go around to the latest clubs and sell them, or give them so many calendars if they would uh, get the names of the people in their church or their community or whatever they was representing the names and they put those names of those people on those calendars and the dates that they were and uh, then they had a right uh, these people could give them all the names they wanted to uh -huh. and uh, they would uh, put them on these calendars print these calendars up and give them so many calendars then they could sell the calendar and it made that club some money so he did that for several years. Mm -hmm. Then he finally decided that he had to start in making high school annuals. And then he made high school annuals. And uh, now I, I don't know what all they're doing. But well, they do, they do early. That's how he got started. Huh. Didn't know that. Now he told me that himself. I know, I knew Don, and he told me that, that uh, just how he got started. Mm -hmm. he, he was he was a nice fellow. He, didn't mind talking and telling you about his things, you know. But now look what it is today. Oh, yeah. Marceline is, is uh, pretty much alive. Yeah. We had a, I can go back and I can remember back when the mines was working here. Oh, really? The coal miners was <laughs> They uh, had a mine out north of town and now it's a dump ground out there now. Oh, we're Laughlin? Garbage. Uh, oh, garbage dump oh, yeah. out there. And then there was another down in the town, uh, down in this in the town. That was called Company Mine Number One, and this one's called Company Mine Down Here Number Two. Finally, and they, oh gosh, I don't know just when they did quit. They run that mine a long time after. 
they had what you heard a company stores. Mm -hmm. Well, they had a company store. Hmm. And it's set on the corner there where Wolf Briggs is now. A big two-story building. They had everything in there. Foodstuffs and, and groceries and uh, dry goods, shoes, hmm. some hardware. A little bit of everything. And uh, they... Uh, Miners would charge their groceries and things until the mine paid off, which, which they paid, I guess, twice a month. And then when they get their check, they'd go down there and they'd take out what they owed out of the check and give them the rest of it. That was run just like the, you see in the movies and things about like that, but they really did that here in Marceline. Hmm. The fellow that run that, of, that I knew, was his name was Randolph. He had a big, he just had a big, big go of that thing there. Yeah. Finally, of course, that, that got something new come along for that. That's, uh, so, I don't know, has anybody told you about the canning factory they had here one time? That canning factory? I know. I guess not. I never knew they had one. Well, they had it during the, there was a deal on the, uh, A CWA, that was a, a civilian works deal, and that was when Roosevelt was in office, and he didn't have it, they didn't, anybody didn't have any work, and they uh, uh, had people grow extra green beans and tomatoes and things like that. And they'd come in and they'd, the government was doing this. They'd can that stuff hmm. for the people. And the cannery sat right over there, just east of the post office. That, that was a, it was right in that building there, between that and the, that railroad spur that went down there. There was a building right there. And hmm. It was the canning factory. Yeah, about that. And uh, they, they paid big wages. They paid... Uh, uh, I think they made three dollars and eighty-nine cents a week. CWA paid thirteen dollars and ninety-five cents a week. Mm -hmm. I see we was making big money back in them days, and uh, it. Uh, but that was that was another project in Marceline that was was well. I thought it was a great thing, you know, here here in town. Yeah, they did that. They run that a few years, and of course that got. Got old, something new come along. So I knew about the uh, pop, now the soda. Yeah, that's one down for the. Yeah, I, now Grandpa said something about that. He didn't say too much about it, but he said he used to get soda there. Just, you know, Dad did things. Well, the uh, I was McAllister and his three brothers that operated that. That's, mm -hmm. that's where the Eagles, Turner's Eagles, is now. Mm -hmm. That building. And uh, it, uh, they uh, bought cream, and uh, I'm right now that's all they bought. They bought cream. They didn't buy milk. They bought cream. You bring in a ten, five, ten gallon can of cream, and they bought those. And they could drive in that alley there and set it out on their platform. 
and they test it. And you go back after a while and get your money. And they made churned butter. Oh, they had they had uh, good butter. Oh yeah. And they made delicious ice cream. Hmm. And they made uh, and they bottled pop. Now that's that was that was the things they did there, and it was a good business, thriving business. I remember that when they used to have what they call ice cream suppers, and they uh, McAllisters would take ice cream down to Mike to the Mike Church, and the ladies would uh, uh, bake cakes, and you go to this ice cream social to call them. And you could get a decent, well, pretty good dipper of ice cream or two for a dime. And if you want a piece of cake, get the cake that costs you another dime. Well, McAllister's did this all over the country hmm. for the churches and, and places like that. You know. And uh, they they done real good on that thing. That was that was another another project of Marceline. And they they had down through the years, Marceline's had some pretty good projects. It's been it's been good things. And I can't can't help but think about it, think about McAllister's. Mm -hmm. Right across the road from McAllister's was a park school. A great school. Great school. And that's where Walt Disney went to school. Mm. And every summer Walt Disney would come back on his vacation, he'd come back and he'd go down and visit that school. And Walt Disney has done a lot of things for Marceline in the schools. And he, uh, out here north of town, uh, well, you know where Bentley Delaney is there, Annie Goglin Cross on that corner. There's a uh, he lived there, Him, his folks lived there. Where Cave Allen's, Wallen Allen's lived. Yeah. And there was a barn back of that house. And Walt Disney drew Mickey Mouse all over that barn. Hmm. I don't know why in the world they have to tore it down, but they tore it down. Oh, man. And he uh, he grew up with Flynn Frickinger, Don Taylor, Gene Taylor, Frank Van Diger. He was a character, he was a mail carrier in Marceline. Letter carrier, like carried letters down for years. He and him and Walt Disney were friends. He had several friends and around town. I've seen him several times when he'd come back to town. He'd stay a day or two, visit around town, go down there and see the, the Walt Disney School. Now, of course, they tore that down, and uh, it's that not there anymore. And they just got the one great school. You mentioned uh, the colored school. This colored school was down there. You know that that worked pretty good. They yeah. uh, they had uh, down in that end of town. That was down close down toward the reservoir down there. That brings up something else. The old country club at the reservoir before that building burned. That was quite an attraction. Oh well. But the colored school. They, the call of kid, the colored kids went to that school, and uh, they could go to the eighth grade there. Then they didn't go to the high school here. Mm -hmm. 
but they bust them to Dalton. They took them down if they wanted to go on to high school, they took them to bust them to Dalton. Jeez, that's a long way. Yes, it was, but that's where they went. And, and they, but then that, that done away with that, and they started going to the grade school, I mean, or other school over here. And, uh, and I mentioned to you that there was a colored church in town one time. There was? I, didn't, I guess I didn't catch that. Well, how can I tell you where it was? Uh, you know where the Bethany Baptist Church is there mm -hmm. on Missouri Avenue? Yeah. On that street. And it could go out to, let's see, I think it was a second block out, and it sat right on the corner. It was a frame building, and it was as oh, it was as big a church as the church at Mike or or one of those. There's a church at Mike. Oh yeah, you didn't you didn't know that? I didn't know that. I never knew that. I I feel pretty bad when I live out there and didn't even know about it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm. Except for the Catholic Church, if that's what you're talking about. No, that's Herrick Branch. That's Herrick Branch, yeah. Oh, there's a Mike. Oh, yeah, there was a church at Mike. Learned something every day. Did you know there was a telephone office at Mike? One uh huh. Night? Huh? Gosh, your mother knows all that. Well, she doesn't tell me that much, I guess. I don't know. Not your mother. Your, <laughs> your grandmother. grandmother. Yeah. yeah, she never told me that. My goodness, there's a church, church at Mike, and there was a... Telephone exchange. Hmm. And, uh, this church, church. I guess this colored church about felt about like about as big as that church was. They had church every Sunday. Yeah. And uh, they they had they had some real interesting ministers. I was out there a few times, listened to them, and sure. boy, they they preach a good sermon. Go to a funeral or something, you know. Mm -hmm. They preach a good. Good sermon. There's, there, there was, yeah, they, there was a lot of, a lot of black people in Marceline years ago. Oh yeah. Not a lot, but there was a, a they were, enough that they were recognized and noticed. And there was quite, a, there was just quite a few. There's pretty good, reliable people in those colored folks too. Oh yeah. And, uh, but I don't know. They're all gone. I don't. I don't know if there's any colored family at all here. I think there, there is one. Is any in school? Not in the high school. There might. I think there is in the elementary, but no. I'm not for sure. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. Well, I just keep thinking things. Just so much country club. I didn't tell you about that. We had a big two-story building down there big enough for a banquet hall and that lake out there. They sold shares in it. You had you owned a share, you could go and fish anytime you wanted to or go down there and picnic or do any of the things you wanted to. But then you had to get permission to, to go if a family picnic or something, you had to get permission to do it if if you wasn't a member. Oh. And uh, that building was it was a pretty good sized building. It was a good First floor was a dining dining room, 
it was pretty it was a pretty good size and and they had a good big kitchen there and then upstairs they had dances and they had a caretaker stayed there all the time and took care of that took care of the building kept it clean and kept took care of the lake and kept the grass grass mowed and all those things and it, it was a kind of a country club they called it called the Marston Country Club and uh, it was a kind of a promoted or sponsored deal by the railroad and it uh, was, was good. Uh, railroad all, they had a reading room over where the OK Tavern is now. There was, was land out there that uh, they built a house in there now, like recently last year or two, but there a, was a place in there and they had what they called a reading room. And I would oh, I say that was 200 feet long by 100 feet wide, full of chairs and tables, and had books and magazines and everything. And mm. people come in on the train. These these gangs come in on the train, and they get to lay over. Maybe they lay over a few hours and go on to Kansas City or go back to work or something. They'd go there and and uh, read, have a place to read or, or visit or things like that during their layover. Well, that stayed there for several years. Finally, that tore down. Hmm. Oh, there was another hotel in town. Did you know about that? Over by the schoolhouse? Oh, I didn't know about that. Across from the, across from the uh, depot. Oh, really? And just a little bit south, there's a big, big three-story, maybe it was three-story white building there. That used to be a hotel. Huh. And a lot of the railroaders stayed there for their I thought it was Bond, Bond Hotel they call it. Oh yeah? And a fellow named was Bond and his wife run that thing for a year finally when they quit why well, then it was then out on uh, West uh, Walker there was another hotel out there but it it was just kind of more of a rooming house it was. And the McKinney's run what they call, she had a rooming house, and uh, he was a postmaster. The postmaster was back of where Albert Zercher's jewelry store was. That was where the post office was hmm. for when I first came to town. And on down just a block, Mrs. McKinney, there was a big house there set on that corner. And uh, she had like fellas that single fellas in town that lived here and worked here. She they'd rent rooms out to her. She'd rent rooms out to her. Rooms and, and uh, room and board mm -hmm. so much a week. That was a lot of activity there. And then there was a Mrs. Uh, had a big house down in there and she rented rooms out. She didn't uh, do anything. Uh, I mean cooking your meal. No, yeah. They they had a laundry here one time. Where the hospital is, the laundry was right one just across the alley from. And the laundry the fellow that his name was Bevins, and he 
he ran that laundry for years until he got too old and he quit and the laundry quit. But he was a he is a kind of a odd operator. He had oh I don't know, it must have been twenty five, thirty, maybe, something like that. Women worked there every day. And he paid them every night in cash. Hmm. He didn't wanna he didn't want to uh uh, owe anybody anything? I think so. I think somebody told me or something. I remember something that he paid him a dollar a day or a dollar and a quarter a day. He paid him every night. Hmm. That and that that uh, building was there, and that was a good building. Finally, I moved my hatchery in there. I bought that building, moved the hatchery in there, and operated the hatchery there for several years. And uh, it, uh, we had a good, good hatchery business. We hatched a lot of chickens. We hatched every Monday and Thursday. We hatched. Oh, I forgot now just how many it was, but it was just three, or four thousand a, a hatch. Mm -hmm. And uh, it wasn't a big hatchery, but of course it was big enough. Yeah, we operated that until 1947, and uh, I sold it. And then the people that bought it, they operated two or three years, and they 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 quit. So and we didn't have hatchery here anymore. Had two lumber yards. One was across the road there from the hatchery. One was up where that one burned last winter. They did, did good business. And, uh, so, stories I heard, I don't know enough about them to tell them, but uh, about, they had some grave robbers right here one time. Oh, yeah? And uh, they had uh, robbed these graves. The people them days were buried with their jewelry. Mm -hmm. And these, these people would they'd go out and dig them up and they told stories about that I never I didn't know whether it's true or not or anything about it but I, I heard those stories mm. and yeah they had a saloon here one time oh really where's that at it was uh let's see what's in that building right now that's uh Uh, all across there from the hardware store, there's an alley goes. Across from you mean C and W? Yeah, across from C and W. There's an alley goes. Back. Yeah. And that was the what? first. North side or south side of it? It was on the south side. Of it. First building south of that alley. Okay, there. that's where Ravens is at. Um, the newspapers there or the. No oh, newspapers on down now. They've yeah, been. but Ravens is there. Uh, well, it was it was there, and then next to it was a restaurant. That was Kelly's restaurant. He, oh boy, it was a ritzy place to go in. Oh, it was yeah. little, but it was ritzy, and he was there for years. But then that saloon was was there. Found the name of uh, Walker. Shoot Walker. Oh, yeah. Run that.
stories without thinking a while. That's all right. But uh, they had the marshland been quite a hit, quite a town. It's got a lot of history. Sounds like to it. And, uh, a lot of.